Rochelle. Yes, Case. It's the episode of your dreams. Why is that? All Kevin. <laughs> all the choice. I know, I know. Oh boy. And do we need to talk about Kevin? Do we ever <laughs> need to talk about sweet baby angel Kevin? I'm actually so upset about this episode that I can't even pretend to to theorize that he's a murderer right now. Oh. That's how much this affected me. <laughs> wow, you are super upset. I mean, I know that that, that is, must be really affecting you. Yeah, just give me a few minutes and I'll... I'll pull it together and turn it around and come up with some reasons that he's the Black Hood. But for now, yeah, reader, I gasped. I know, I know. Well, uh, we have a lot to talk about this week. A lot of new developments to kind of dissect. A lot of very upsetting, stabbing moments. A lot, you know, more than zero is a lot for me, and it's plenty. Um, mm-hmm. On Riverdale, here on the podcast. With Pep. Look at I did it peppy and, this time. But <laughs> You did it. I you did actually it. sounded peppy this time. Mm-hmm. That's good. Thanks. Keep them guessing, man. Progress. <laughs> <laughs> this week, joining us again, we have our old friend, Christy Puchko from Pajiba, noted Riverdale expert. <laughs> Thanks. Hey. Hey, Christy. Hey. Happy to be back. Yes, welcome, welcome. for coming back. So you're like, I've had a few months to recover. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because like I've spent the off time basically just trying to convert more people to Riverdale and just being like, hey, by the way, uh, it's on Netflix now. So you guys really, it's really easy. Just give it a weekend. Um, and people all summer were like, no, but seriously. And I'm like, why do you think I keep talking about it? It's not for my health. <laughs> I really feel like it's like... um like the ring or it follows where I'm just like, I need someone else to watch this so that I can get it off my back. Yeah. It's funny because people keep asking me to explain what it is. And I'm like, ah, I just feel insulted. Like you don't even know me anymore. If you have to ask this question by now, <laughs> yeah. I've not had a million conversations about Riverdale at this point. Now, what are your top three selling points for Riverdale? I usually pitch it. I was like, oh, do you like Ryan Johnson's Brick? Then you'll like this. And I was like, oh, do you like shows that are amazing and bonkers? Then you'll like this. Oh, do you like whatever happened to Baby Jane? Watch this now. Okay, so I are... like Brick is your first, your because go-to I, reference. Like, right, because like Brick was like a high school noir movie. And like, you know, Jughead is like very uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in this. Mm. He self-identifies yeah. as a loner. So yeah. He self-identifies as Jogo. <laughs> Yeah, I just, the only down, wait, what did they call it? I forget what the drug was called in in Brick. I remember at one point they thought it was called Tug, but then that was just what the, like, tough guy was named. But yeah, the, I do have to say Jingle Jangle is causing a problem in my household because I cannot watch the show with my husband now because every time they say Jingle Jangle, he starts giggling. <laughs> and I'm like, if you're not going to behave yourself, you can't watch the show with me. Oh, so he's. But yeah. it's so, it's one of those little touches that makes this show so unique. Like, for example, instead of watching The Bachelorette, they watch The Matchlorette. Mm-hmm. And instead of it them being on Grinder, he's on Grindem. Grindem, <laughs> which sounds even worse. Honestly. It really does, honestly. That sounds yeah. filthy. The fact that Betty just tossed that out with such panache, I was just like, oh. <laughs> so over it. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a dry, like a dry humping app than yeah. like a gay dating app. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe it is. We don't know. I don't know. He's really skirting the age limits on that one. Mm. I don't think that Riverdale teens can sign up for Grindem. Well, he wasn't on Grindem. He was not. He was cruising, you know? Oh, yeah. He's on 
IRL grinding. <laughs> so let's talk about that. So Kevin had a journey this week where he was kind of, you know, confronting his own sexuality, confronting Betty for her kind of, you know, overly concerned. Mm-hmm. Betty's a concerned troll. Yeah, she has a concerned troll. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like I can see both sides of the situation, but still, it's a little bit invasive. Um, oh, a little. Maybe. <laughs> well, just to like Somewhere. track him down and be like, hey. But I can also understand being like, hey, maybe it's not safe just to like, you know, go this route. But I understand Kevin's you also know difficulty. If he wants to go to a sex forest, let him go. But not when there's like a crazy murderer on the loose. Yeah. It's not wise. <laughs> That's actually why I was kind of disappointed in this episode because like. It's like they try to explain why Kevin goes cruising. Like, he has that whole speech where he, like, yells at her and tells her, like, you know, it's not all pale pink world of milkshakes and first kisses for me. And, like, he, you know, he calls her out on it. And uh, then, like, then the movie, the show is basically like, hey, but remember there's a killer out here. So his points don't matter. (laughs) And I was like, no, but, like, I felt like that was so unfair because, you know, he gets to have that moment. But then it immediately gets undercut because they're like, no, but, like, it, it is legit dangerous. And it's like, well, it's always dangerous. But that's also kind of regrettably a part of being like a queer kid in a small town mm-hmm. like you hear a lot of stories of people who like now that they're grown are like oh yeah no i probably should have been murdered the shit that like because you know what are your outlets right, it's right. you you're not in an environment that is like even though like kevin and his, like kevin's family and like friends are ta- like are uh you know accepting people who love him and and accept that he is gay clearly like the rest of riverdale isn't as down with it because like he you know he can't find a gay kid to save his life which is mm-hmm. why he's like in the middle of the fucking woods at night also though i love the ding at archie when he's like i was just doing some night jogging like you do as one like does. one does and i was like oh burn burn oh to archie God, i didn't even make that connection right that's amazing this is Greg. where we need christy around I, I was so delighted i didn't even get to work it into my recap because it's such a it's such a like bitchy moment for him and i was mm-hmm. mostly talking about like the specifics of cru- the cruising aspect that i was like oh but i still wanted to be like guys by the way when he threw shade at archie about that it was <laughs> my favorite thing a little levity to the moment Oh, it's so good. It's like he even has like a little side eye to him. Like, don't start with me. <laughs> Kevin, this is what I'm saying. Kevin has some dark secrets. Not the cruising. I mean, the bitchiness. Yeah, yeah. I think I like, I appreciate that like you get to see a little bit now that he's uh like had enough of Betty and like, oh, your problems are so goddamn hard. Which boy am I going to be with? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that he's a, he's a real people. Because last season he was... Great, obviously. We love him. But his character was a little bit like, I'm just going to sit here and do reaction gifts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he my was very, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, he was, exactly. Like, he was the meme king, or he was the one that just had to throw in the, like, one-liners, or had to commend Cheryl on her outfit. Which, to be fair, someone needed to, because they mm-hmm. were all amazing. Um, so I'm not mad at that. But, like, yeah, I wanted to see more depth from him. And I have, like, a mixed feeling on this episode, because... At Comic-Con, Roberto and Kevin, uh, not Kevin, Casey, in real life, he's my Kevin. Um, but I got, to talk, name. Yeah, I got to ca- talk to Casey Cott and Roberto at Comic-Con, and I asked specifically, I was like, so what's the deal? We're getting more Kevin. And they were like, yeah, Watcher in the Woods is like Kevin's episode. And they talked so much about how it was going to be his episode. And I like that they did like a lot of Kevin's story in this one, but it's also very much Veronica and her dad's episode, which drove me crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Yeah. It's just like, I wouldn't call this a Kevin episode. It's like, it feels like Veronica gets way more time. And it's just beat over and over again where she's like, I'm really mad at my dad, but also I want him to approve of all my friends. Yeah. I'm, I'm thrilled to see Kevin, uh, moving on from being the Manny cam of Riverdale high though. Yeah. You know, but, oh, so do we, do we think that that was the black hood that he came upon in the woods? I don't think so. It's no, not the same MO at all. I think it was just supposed to be the idea that he came across someone who was just sketchy enough that he was like, I should get out of here. Just like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that Ethel Muggs was uh, approached by the Black Hood either. I feel like. Oh, I got like... some things to say about Ethel later, Michelle. Okay, I can't wait. <laughs> things I just want to say. shout out. So Archie Comics on Twitter um, has been real sassy lately, and it's been amazing. And someone saw the trailer for last, for last week's episode where you see, like, Ethel being rode up on in the van. And uh, they were like, oh, no, nothing better happened to Esther at Archie Comics. And they were like, her name's Ethel. Get it right. <laughs> Respect, Barb. <laughs> right. Come and on. So that Archie's like, Archie Comics is like, we don't have any time for this. Like, <laughs> you're a real fan get away from us. Yeah. Your internet. Work on it. <laughs> Just take care of yourself. Yeah. Um, does this count as our Halloween episode? I don't think. That, I don't even think that they know what time of year it is. Like, I don't think they know what year it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I agree with that. I think it's like purposefully Generally. vague. But um, time loop. Did, did you say something about there being a Christmas episode coming up? Um, I think that there was some episode that sounded festive. Oh, because yeah i think i heard that they're gonna do like a winter dance episode that's gonna be like the midpoint of the season since now it's 22 episodes mm-hmm. but like but, how do you do how do you do this show that has an entire spinoff of horror comics and it's the spookiest show and you're like you know we're just not gonna acknowledge halloween or are they gonna maybe do it a day late because mm, there's, there's a november 1st episode i mean well, we'll because the, it's a half price halloween episode Right, right. The next episode is called "The Sun Drowned," uh, the town that dreaded sundown. Yes, it is. Um, which, uh, so I don't know. I mean, that's not a specifically Halloween movie, but it is like an outright horror movie as opposed to yeah. like a horror movie. So maybe, maybe the next episode's meant to be that. I, I'm, I'm hesitant to say that it would be just because I feel like they, the, the time of the seasons is so <laughs> off kilter. That's true. So <laughs> it's like they're just kind of. And because, yeah, we're still in the same year. Like, if the first season was, you know, like, the first half of, like, the first Oh, semester, right, right, because we're still, like, days away from Fred getting shot. So yeah. we're actually mm-hmm. really far away from Halloween. Yes. That's true. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. So I don't, th- this doesn't function like a, like a traditional teen show where it's, like, every year is a year. It's, like, they're right. messing with time. I just want them to do a Christmaka episode, the zombie episode. <laughs> I just won't stop yearning for this to be the OC, basically. <laughs> well, I, no? they're, they're a little different case. Oh, how? <laughs> I don't know. Well, there's no Jews in Riverdale, I think. No. For one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll see some Santa Yamakas. I would love that. I can hold out hope. Oh, that maybe that's... Yeah, maybe Jughead's Jewish, and that's actually how he observes. Is that's what his hat is? It's a oh, very that'd be nice. modern. <laughs> wow, 
That's yeah, that'd be a super observant Jughead, you know. <laughs> you know, every year at Hanukkah with my dad. <laughs> I mean, it's all, it's all getting into place now for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's all coming together. Yeah. <laughs> the chosen Jughead. So we touched on Veronica and, and Daddy uh, a little bit earlier. But Daddy. what are we thinking about this plot line? Do we like it? I honestly, I'm just kind of like speed up. I don't really care. But I do appreciate how uh, canonical it is in a way. Just like in terms of Veronica being daddy's girl. And I love, 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 oh love God. to laugh at that portrait of her in his den. <laughs> I think it's the yes. spookiest, creepiest thing. I think it's fantastic. Also, I feel like the writers are still trolling her by making her say daddy every 10 <laughs> seconds. And every time she, her delivery is, daddy? Daddy? <laughs> That means you're study daddy. Study daddy, why? Daddy, why? Yeah, I just I can't get into it. I don't know. I think it's like partially because like they talked so much about Hiram, and then like Mark Consuelos is like shorter than Veronica. So there's like the scene where he's trying to intimidate Archie, and Archie is like literally looking down like a foot to be like, "Yes, Mark Consuelos, you were saying." And I, like, yes, Mark Consuelos, I, I fear you. It wasn't until this episode that I really put together how tiny he is, like what a tiny yeah. little man he is. <laughs> and he like, just doesn't seem intimidating, and I'm just I don't know. I know I feel, I feel like they're trying to build him like this like Riverdale Godfather, and I get it, but I just don't care and like Hermione just repeatedly being like hey uh Veronica maybe you shouldn't trust your dad and I'm just like like it just felt like we kept seeing the same scene this episode this episode it was just driving mm-hmm. me crazy and then it's like he's like oh Archie let's go drink some rum in my study and I was like what is even happening right now I have several questions about the Lodge family <laughs> um how drunk is Hermione like, yeah. did she come off as super drunk to you in that scene where she's like, whatever, princess, you can't go in the castle, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I yeah. feel like she is. <laughs> I, feel I feel like, like that's two an episodes. intentional choice, too. She definitely is, like, playing it that way. She's yeah, I feel like two episodes away from, like, Hermione sprawled on a carpet and Veronica realizing she's been popping pills. Yo, you know what show did that? It was the OC. The OC. <laughs> yeah, it was the OC. <laughs> They say um, Kiki to rehab. I was gonna say, yeah, like I'm, I'm trying to think of like what it, it's reminding me of of a movie that like this kind of dynamic of you know the the wife and the powerful husband and I'm mm-hmm. sure it's like been in a ton of movies. I'm just like there's one in particular that it's really really like giving me the deja vu. So I don't know. I mean, do you think do you think that she? I don't know where where Hermione's loyalties lie, honestly, because I don't know if she's like intimidated by him. Because last just last episode, she was like, "Yeah, I'll lie for you, just chill, right. like no prompting." Yeah, I don't get who she is, and I find that very frustrating. Where mm-hmm. it was like in the last season, it seemed like she was kind of she kept trying to act like she wasn't as bad as her husband, but then was completely doing dirty deeds. And then now she's acting like she's like afraid of him. But then also being a total damn bonehead where she's like, hey, we're about 10 feet away from your dad's office door that is like not even like a solid door, but two doors that open like a patio. So let's have an intense conversation. I don't want him to overhear. It was just like, what are you even doing? 
You got to have the double door for a dramatic entrance, Christy. I suppose that's true. Yeah. I mean, how else are you supposed to fling them apart? In a this is really what me and Hiram Lodge don't share in common and why I just won't ever be uh, a wheeler and dealer in Riverdale. Making an entrance? Yeah. Yeah. He's it's... better at it than me. I'll give him that. I mean, I'm glad that you've accepted that. Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm <laughs> trying to be a better me and all that. But I'm I mean, trying to open the doors at the same episode. time and it's just right. staggered. Well, like, in the first episode, they introduced him in, like, in shadow, clearly trying to be, like, maybe he has green eyes. As if he would, like, shoot Fred Andrews himself, as if he's that kind of guy that gets his hands that dirty. Okay. Um, but then, like, since then, it's just, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm waiting for Hiram to be even remotely interesting. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think my sense of the way that they're playing Hermione is that she's trying to play both sides. And she has been ever since she found out that her, that he was actually getting out of jail. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't mean that it's like the most compelling thing in the world. <laughs> I'm just kind of like, all right, cool, good. I think that she just wants to keep Mark Consuelos's uh, smooth, uncalloused hands in her life. <laughs> I bet that I bet there's not even a, a touch of roughness there. I yeah, bet he moisturizes. Yes, they're not a working man's hands. No, 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 no. I just watched Crimson Peak recently, and now that scene where he just talks about, he's like, your hands. (laughs) Now that's very in my head. He has Tom Hiddleston hands. Oh, we were talking about Crimson Peak last week as well. (laughs) It keeps coming up. (laughs) Yeah, because the show is like, oh, man, you you know, you cut to their Grey Gardens Crimson Peak scenario Mm -hmm. over in Thornhill. Oh, Cheryl. I love her. I wish there were more Cheryl, but I, I love that Cheryl popped in just to spy on Kevin and Betty and then just to be like BT dubs dark Betty. (laughs) Incredible. Incredible. Cheryl is literally just there this episode to stir shit up. That's her only plot line is like pop up and be like, Kevin has sex. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin's still having sex. It made me wonder though, because like she seemed very in the know about the, uh, like the woods. And I, yeah. I like, immediately wondered if like, are we going to find out that like Jason used to wander the woods on occasion before he met Polly or something? Mm-hmm. Cheryl seemed real in the know on that. Yeah. Good question. <laughs> Maybe she really does do night running as one does. Maybe she does. She's just like, I don't know. Girls got to have hobbies. River fixings don't actually provide that much cardio. That's true. So, not her night jogs. She's just yeah. <laughs> In uh, the daylight, I dance. At night, I jog. <laughs> and bitch in charge. <laughs> <laughs> she really did know a lot about that, but I loved it that they were just like, "What should we have her do?" I don't know. Lurk in the background of a scene. Yeah. There were like three things where it's like, "Who that?" Oh, it's just Cheryl standing there, and then it'll focus in on her, and it's like. Yeah, we see her. I know. Yeah, it's like she's, she's part of the cast, so therefore she has to be used in some capacity, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, it's also her skin is so luminescent that, like, she can't really lurk. So even when mm-hmm. she's in the background, you're just like, oh, there's Cheryl with her flawless porcelain skin. Yeah, sparkly <laughs> vampire. Yeah, she's that living porcelain doll. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Just just a haunted, a haunted child's toy. <laughs> Honestly, I think she would take that as a compliment. I think she yeah. would. Yeah, for sure. Um, why isn't she trolling Archie though? Because that is that is truly troll worthy. 
Yeah, I I hope in the next episode she starts to because now that that like YouTube video of like the red circles out there, like I just want Cheryl to like make posters of it and just be like, "What are you doing? What just, is this?" About? Just printouts with big question marks on them. Right. You don't even have to have added commentary. Just like ah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Hmm. No. Hmm. Yeah, you got the thinking guy emoji. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's like, I downloaded Photoshop just for this. We don't even have the internet at Thornhill Junior. <laughs> I touched a school computer for Did this. Did we ever figure out what they what they're calling that place? I don't know. Spooky Weed Manor. Yeah. <laughs> the Iron Home. Mm. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what's smaller than a thorn and a hill. A prick mound. That's not good. That's not classy. Bump. <laughs> Thistle bump. Thistle bump. I like that. Thistle bump. It sounds like razor burn. <laughs> just, oh, I've got a mean case of thistle bump. Uh, so, I have to treat it so I don't get any ingrowns. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of Archie and the red circle, um, so how successful do we think this is going to be? I mean, he got how many shirts do they have? <laughs> I like to think that they like were all told to wear red shirts and only like two of them did and Archie got mad and was just like that's fine take them off uniform though so everybody take them off no shirts now we're all gonna wear these red hoods that I have plenty of yeah I brought hoods but I I trusted you would all be adults (laughs) we're sophomores in high school now I just thought that you could handle it to bring your own red shirt but I guess I was wrong guy in the front you can wear a shirt. There was one guy sitting there with a shirt on. <laughs> he, Everyone else right. like, he got thanks. the email, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, wait, was the, and I forget now, was the video before, the video was after, like, the principal stood up for him, right? And was like, oh, it's a mm-hmm. school club. And I was like, what is happening to the principal? Is like, yeah, you should totally start a vigilante gang. Yeah, yeah I know. He's like, they're protecting each other. And I was club. like, that would never happen in high school. Like, ever. Yes. Yeah. Like, the it's first rule really of the red circle like is get your teacher's permission. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it was like, if one of them dies doing this manic, like, manic neighborhood watch idea they have going on, like, that would fall in the school, wouldn't it? If you're calling it a school club, like, Weathersby, this seems like a terrible plan. Isn't this That's basically a, a gang? Like, basically? Yeah. It's 100% a gang. Yeah. Which it's is what I would, like, hope that comes up because they keep giving, like, Jughead shit for even knowing Southside Serpents. And then I'm like, um, what is Archie doing? Like, Archie has a gun now, and, like, he's created a weird logo for himself, yeah. which is based on a comic book, which is just so, like, I know it's supposed to be meta, but it bumps me out, where I'm just like, oh, you couldn't even pick, like, a mainstream comic. You were like, I'm gonna take this Red Circle comic. Ugh, Archie. Yeah. I mean, it's a little, it's a little troubling. But the, then the vice, or the, the principal, principal, whether it be, stands up for it and is like, yes, this gang that was created by students is mandated by the school. So step off, Sheriff. It's like, all right, Riverdale. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, everyone else is like, this jacket fits Jughead and he sat with someone at lunch once. He's a criminal. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. So oh, man. we're at, are different at Southside. Southside is uh, is different. I was gonna say, yeah. We met uh, Tony Topaz. And we met Sweet Pea. Mm-hmm. Sweet Pea and the Ghoulies. <laughs> the Ghoulies. And the Ghoulies. The Ghoulies. Who I thought were called the Gooies at first. <laughs> the Ghoulies. Fun fact. 
And I was like, oh, bummer gang name. I mean, but why not? They have Jingle gonna... Jangle, why not Gooey? Right. Yeah. I'm a Gooey and I feel Jingle Jangle. Yeah. Oh, that was, Christ. my husband, like, missed the first episode, so when he saw them doing Jingle Jangle, he was like, wait, are they sucking back giant pixie sticks? I was like, yeah, that's they're drugs. Pixie sticks. Get it together. <laughs> like... Man, what a bummer uh, town. I yeah. Pixie sticks and our mean gangs are the snacks and the gooeys. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why this is Riverdale. <laughs> Welcome to Riverdale, yeah. the town where things have little to no consequence unless it's just murder. Yeah. Yeah. Although, yeah, you know, people have, I mean, Cheryl committed some hard arson and no one cared. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm still waiting for that to come back. Because, like, I'm confused. Someone said that. Why did why did her mom go back in the house, though? That's what I want to know. Because her mom, at the end of season one, her mom wasn't in the house when the house mm-hmm. was burning down. So she went back for something. Yeah, that she was like, oh, I, I told them all that you came back for me. Yeah. That's Which is how it's happening. Cheryl plans. shows up to that hospital, as Casey pointed out in that article, in a pristine white outfit. And it's like, mm-hmm. your story doesn't even make sense immediately because your outfit looks better than any white that has ever existed. Well, she has to stop by the mall. Riverdale <laughs> makes- Mall. Riverdale Galleria. No, yeah. that's. Blossoms have a standard to uphold. Mm-hmm. She had to make she sure keeps- the fact that her mom was like, couldn't even keep her face on. She keeps emergency out, <laughs> literally, her face on. She keeps her emergency outfits stashed around the town just in case. Like, these are my safe houses where oh I my keep my God. white outfits. I 100% believe that. Yeah. yeah, that would happen for sure. Like, like Cheryl, definitely, definitely an arsonist, possibly a murderer, because we still don't know exactly how Cliff went. That's true. Also, her grandma's missing. Yeah, Nana Rose. Oh, yeah, no, Nana. Yeah, she probably just apparated. <laughs> She's fine. That was my first question when I saw the house was burning down. I was like, where's the gypsy-blooded grandmother? <laughs> where's, your gypsy, where's your gypsy witch grandma, Cheryl? Oh. Take care of oh, Nana Rose. <laughs> that baby shower. She's like, oh, my grandma's gypsy-blooded. I was like, chill, chill, chill. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but chill. Speaking of uh, baby shower and last season, I like how they just are, like, cutting the poly storyline here. Just be like, snip, boop, bye. <laughs> I kind of like... Uh, I don't know. Polly's kind of a bummer just all the time. And at least she went out like she went out in a way that made sense because it's like if literally someone's like, I'm killing people that are, you know, sinful, like her her line was so good about that. It's like, oh, very best true. line of the episode. Yeah. An unwed mother carrying my cousin's babies. She really seems to have come to terms with that, by the way. <laughs> yeah. She's like, uh, you know. Who doesn't commit a little bit of light incest every now and then? <laughs> right. Well, then it was like, and her mom's her, her mom's argument was like, you don't want to go have a baby on a farm. And I was like, I mean. <laughs> Seems all I, right. Yeah. I don't want to get murdered either. So like, you know, six and one half dozen the other, mom. Like, Yeah. You know what's worse than hay fever? Murder. <laughs> True. Bullets. And like this sheep and window. farms. Yeah. And chores. I was trying to say chores, but I said farms. <laughs> I don't like the I don't like the outdoors. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that was like her her plan for an idyllic life anyway. So like Polly is a very different person. Oh, that's true. I liked that she was. <laughs> I called the farm. They said it's fine. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, that one. I kind of wonder what she said to the farm. Like, hey, so um, the guy I was coming with isn't coming anymore because he's been murdered. And uh, I'm pregnant with twins. And uh, I'm like 17. Is that cool? Can I still come live there? My second cousin incest teen pregnancy. Let me come to your farm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What skills does she have? So many good questions. Just, like, how does she make herself worthwhile there. Do you think she's good at milking? <laughs> she will be. Hey. hey. <laughs> well, milk- we actually don't know the, that. We'll the three M's. <laughs> milking, mowing, and mothering. Yeah. That'll be like another episode where Jughead and Betty have to go track her down again, and then we see the farm, and it's like just as sad as that weird, sad convent place. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. But she yeah. chose it this time, so we're okay with it. Yeah. Here I am on my pregnancy choice. farm. Just a bunch of pregnant chicks. <laughs> Just, just weeding along, pregnanting along. Yeah, they're all um, they're all laying on their sides, <laughs> complaining about their backs, weeding very slowly, <laughs> having snacks every two hours. Mm-hmm. I would totally watch the show. Actually, you know what? I might go. <laughs> I don't like being outside, but I might try it. It sounds okay. <laughs> I bet they have good hammocks. Yeah, I, I bet that. It's the very least you could do on a pregnant farm. Have a good hammock. So so true. Things, so true. Things we have here on the pregnant farm. We grow prenatal vitamins. Well, I hope Polly is happy. I'm not going to miss her, I'll be honest. No. Yeah. yeah. She's going to the farm upstate. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Polly went to the farm. In the sky we don't know what can, to do with her. She can run free with the other pregnants. In four years, she'll come back and she'll have the twins and be like, oh, hi. In four years, though, well, they're getting rid of Polly. They're going to tell Betty the truth. Yeah, (laughs) they're getting rid of Polly, and they're bringing in uh, Chick. Yeah, Hmm? Yeah. I mean, there's a quote on how many Cooper kids there can be at once. I think so. Yeah, we 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 don't need too many people sucking up screen time. But do we know when Chick is going to show up? Mm, I don't think so. Unless he already has, because he's black hood. That's, yeah, that's definitely like a possibility. Because like, okay, so when they showed that he had green eyes, I went through and took screen grabs of like every Riverdale man I could think of that was like a full grown man. Because I think the black hood is clearly not a teenager because he seems brillier. Um, and it was just like nobody. So it's like it has to be a new character, or assuming someone wore colored contacts, which I reject that idea because that's dumb. It's so yeah. much work. Why would you? Are you going to make a Men of Riverdale calendar using your screen caps? <laughs> I really should. Um, I have a really nice one of Smithers. And, but no, because a lot of people were out the gate. Like it's either the sheriff or it's uh, it, the dad Cooper. But they don't have. They have blue eyes. Like I was like really digging into this. So I think it's going to be someone new. And yeah. I, like I think Chip or Chick. Chick could at least be a really good red herring if they introduce him and he has green eyes. Yeah. yeah, it's just like the problem is that they they've shown this guy's face because I've like I've seen the picture of the guy who was cast as Chick and he doesn't look anything like. Oh, that's true. This guy maybe he just doesn't moisturize. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that that would be yeah. a great like reveal. Being like, I don't moisturize, suckers. You <laughs> <laughs> look so old. They never but- tell you how important eye cream is until it's too late. Right. Well, it seems like Fred knows who the green-eyed man is on some level, though, because in the first episode where he was having those flashbacks, he somehow tied him to Molly Ringwald Mm -hmm. and to the Blossoms. So I don't 
know what the total connection there is, but like, it's like he looks over and Cliff Blossom's there and Jason Blossom's there, and then like at least uh, Cheryl's there, but then so mm-hmm. is Molly Ringwald, who we don't know to be related to them, but they all have red hair and whatever. The seed is strong or whatever. Yeah. But then well, over her shoulder is when he sees the gunman coming. So it seems like he has some awareness of who this is, which makes me, I have like one crazy conspiracy theory is that um, maybe he's not really Archie's dad, Fred. What? Yeah. Explain like, what yourself. If, okay. So what if it's that like, he and Molly were having a hard time. I forget. Oh, her name's Mary on the show, right? Mary Andrews. Whatever. Um, but I think that, Molly like, what well. if, like, at some point she said to him, like, hey, I'm really sorry, but Archie's not really your son. And he was like, whatever. He is my son. I'm raising him. Because it seems like there's something going on. And it seems like it's something devious with her because she winks at him before the gunman shows up. Mm-hmm. But there's, like, no reason she would necessarily want Fred dead. And then there's, like, no reason that, like, she would need to have... You know, she doesn't even, as far as we know, she doesn't even know about Miss Grundy. So it's not like she would be like, and then go take care of this bitch across the river. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. you know, but my other theory, which I don't know if I, I'm going off my whole thing. But I, my other theory that I don't know if makes sense anymore was that the green eyed man in the diner is a different person than killed Grundy and shot at Midge and Moose. That's but then, what I think. Right? I think there's I, a copycat. Right. And, and like that, that like the latter two were for sin or whatever, but the first one was like Fred specific. Mm-hmm. But then like this week, they, the, the sheriff got like that message and it had Fred's wallet and those and the glasses. glasses. Yeah. Right. So but no midget moose. Yeah. Right. But so, he did take, like he t- took credit for it in the letter, which is, you know, when we're talking about, the parallels to Zodiac this season and how Zodiac may have taken credit for killings that he mm-hmm. may, may or may not have committed. And, you know, yeah. Like um, how hard is it to find a stretchy black thing and cut the eyes out? Right. Also, what's the difference between a ski mask and a hood? I well, like, it's, it's a real hood. question. It's a hood. It's not a ski mask. He's like, cause you've it's taken not a, like a hoodie. It is a hoodie that he pulls. No. Over his, yes, it is. If you look at the pictures, no, that's uh, the dumbest sweatshirt in the world. I was not getting that at all, but you're right, because there's, like, a weird seam down the middle. Oh, that's dumb. It is a hoodie. It's a, it's a reverse hoodie that he's wearing backwards. Right, you're right. What? Yes, because oh, actually Archie sucks. says that. He says that I in the episode. He's him. like, it was a hoodie that he cut holes into. Yeah. Do you, do you really take Archie's word on, like, literally anything? <laughs> well, I'd say, I mean, the writers are <laughs> saying that for an explicit reason, so... Yeah, I have to give it to him. I like Archie better this season, though. It's kind of like for me, it's like when Jon Snow came back and you were like, like, you're like his like, you know, the innocence is gone. And now he's like, no, I'm going to fuck some shit up. Like, I'm rooting for Archie more this season than I was last season when he was just a big dope running around causing problems. Like now he's still causing problems, but at least like, I don't know, at least there's like. He, it seems like he understands there are real problems. Yeah, he's, he's got, he's, I mean, yeah, he's experienced pain, like actual pain for the first time. Yeah. And I did, like, even though Miss Grundy's the worst, I feel like his his pain from that is, like, very confusing and real. Yeah. He took his flower. Yeah. I'm really, it's really a hoodie backwards? <laughs> I mean, it does make sense. If you look at it close up, that makes more sense than it being like, like, yeah, because the eyes are cut out and it's like, I don't know, it, it doesn't look like a hat that's been pulled down. Like, who does that? That's the question. Ugh. I, I feel quit. like it's going to be someone that's been referenced, but we haven't paid any attention mm-hmm. to. 
Like, I mean, my top my top thought is um, Ethel's dad, which I Michelle introduced that. me to last week. I like that. I like that as an idea. Like, I can't take full credit, and Ethel uh, probably, maybe knowingly, because Ethel's got some dark secrets. Everyone on the show has dark secrets. Dark secrets. Capital D, capital S. Um, I think that Ethel was helping be a diversion. Interesting. And she was um. like, Archie, come save me in some vague way. Where they were like, we're not going to kill anyone, but we might kill someone. And we're just going to drive around. We're not in a neighborhood watch. We're just, we just like to drive, man. I've got yeah, my license right. now. <laughs> right. That's interesting. Cause, but nothing else happened that we know of yet. No. Like when yeah. she was being attacked. Right, but it might yeah. be a thing where, like, you know, like while everyone's at the drive-in, the sheriff's house got fucked up. Right, right, yep. right. Imagine so, yeah, that everyone just texts Archie every time they see a car. <laughs> Any protection? I saw headlights. I saw headlights. I did really bad for Ethel, though. Because if your choice is like, okay, there's a van coming down the street, or hide in a cornfield, ugh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, no one wants to go to the cornfield. Corn yeah. Right? I forget what movie it was recently, but someone was like, why are we meeting in a cornfield? Nothing good ever happens in a cornfield. I was like, that's such a good note. That's totally it, true. It is true. 20 I was... times out of 10 cornfields are haunted. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, um, so we, is this the first episode that we saw the teacher at Southside? Yes, right? Yes. 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 So, up to something. yeah, I was thinking, like, he could be the Black Hood, just just based off of the line when he says, like, no drugs, no gangs, or something like that. No jiggle yeah. jiggle, no gangs. Hmm. And then, but then I, I like doing a picture comparison, and it's not him, but, you know. Can oh, I tell you I something? They definitely want to, they want to hint to that. But again, it's like, it's, it's, it could be him if the first person is a fake out and is not related to the other two crimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because. Yeah, I'm still I'm still working this through because the, the 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 fact that they had the wallet fucks my theory up a little bit. But when we saw the hood at the diner, you actually saw his eyes. And when we saw him the other two times, you don't see his eyes because it's too dark to see when he's strangling uh, Grundy. Right. Also, totally different mo. And then it's like almost as if Moose and Midge. It's like, oh, that this guy is shooting people. Then I can just take that cue. You know what I mean? Also, yeah. and in that you don't see him at all because he has a flashlight in their eyes. There is that line where, what when um, Moose is like, and then there was his eyes, and Archie's like, his his eyes were green, right? And and Midge said like they were like devoid. They were the devil's eyes. The devil's eyes. They were she didn't the confirm eyes. that they were green. That they, that's right. Yeah, she was so, like, yeah. I don't know, they were evil color? <laughs> they were uh, waving a gun in my face color? Yeah. I mean, and also, like, just because there's a letter, that could also not be from that person. It could be someone, like, at the police station that's trying to, like, unite these things for whatever reason. Mm. Like, maybe they did have uh, the wallet and evidence, and, like, because those people would have had access to that. And the though the, the glasses are interesting, because the glasses seem like a total nod since we are, associate them with her having them in the car when she's, like, scoping out underage boys. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Huh. <laughs> Gotta go like, find those heart sunglasses. Yeah. I wondered these if are my, these are my man looking goggles. <laughs> yeah, right. My oh, teens. I think she must have thought it made her look younger. Teen of vision. Like, like, like when you know, Lolita. When women go, like, yeah. I'm just thinking, like, when women go to Forever 21, <laughs> and then I was going to be like, I mean, like I do. I'm going to put clothes are cheap, and it's fine. <laughs> Um, but no, but like, you know, you see some people there and you're like, don't buy that spangly bodysuit. There's, there's a time and a place and it's when you're like 12 and we should yeah. all move past it. Yeah. The time, the time has passed. 
So you think that it could be a cop who's like, make my day interesting. I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like there's something else going on there. Oh, man. It could even be the Coopers because they got it. And the Coopers mm-hmm. love story. Yeah. Oh, I definitely you... don't know who left this on the front porch. I definitely didn't see them because it wasn't me. Oh, you know, it's so also... funny when, it, we, you know, speaking of brooch theory, I noticed in <laughs> case, mm-hmm. I noticed in this episode that when uh, yes. <laughs> the, the Coopers were talking to the sheriff and the mayor in this episode, uh, the, the sheriff has his like, little sheriff badge and, um, Alice has her own brooch that looks like a sheriff's badge. Oh my god! <laughs> and that's I was like, face. "Yes, of course she does. Of course you do." <laughs> She's like, oh "We're god, equally I important." Thank that. you. But <laughs> also, I'm the sheriff if, now. If the Coopers made that up, potentially to sell papers, uh, it would make sense that they're like, "No, Polly, you don't need to leave town because, you know, it's fine. It's bullshit." Yeah, no one's gonna murder you for your incest babies. Right, and because also, oh my god, this makes so much sense, because Betty Cooper did know that Miss Grundy was fucking underage boys, Mm -hmm. and she did know that Moose and Midge had done drugs that night, so she totally could have written that fucking letter. Oh, and she also knew that Fred was fucking fucking around with Hermione, because she called out that to Mary. You mean Alice Cooper? Alice Cooper? Yes, Alice. I'm saying Betty Cooper. I mean Alice. It could be be Alice Cooper, because she knew all those things. So she could have faked the package. That's uh, a good point. I don't know how she would have gotten the wallet, but I don't trust that bitch as far as I could throw her, so. Yeah. What if spiritually Dark Betty is the Black Hood? <laughs> oh my god, that'd be amazing. She's the puppet master. <laughs> well, I feel like. That'd be incredible, actually. Like, how is Chick going to enter the scene, right? Like. Yeah. How... Just rolling. Hey, Mom. Hey. I mean, Remember I'm just me? really interested in, in the, how this is going to develop, but. Right. Yes. I forget what were I know she gave him up, but like what were the terms of that? Like does she have any idea where he is? And we know he's in his early twenties because Betty said that. Also he could have he could have a different name by now. True. And he's a <gasps> blossom. What if he has red hair? What if he's Jason Blossom? Nah, he's gonna be blonde. What? <laughs> yeah, I made that up. If he I made up that and starts dating Cheryl. Oh uh, Madeline has, however you say her last name. Peach, Peach, Peach. 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 She's been teasing that that uh, Cheryl gets a love interest this season, and I know it's not Reggie because Reggie hooks up with Josie. I thought it was. I thought somebody speculated it was Tony Topaz. Yeah, I've heard Tony Topaz. That's interesting. She had teased. I talked to her at Comic Con, um, Madeline, and she said that it was uh, going to be a love interest, and um, teased it not possibly not a boy. So maybe. Mm-hmm. Did she tell you what kind of shampoo she uses? I should have asked. I'm sorry, that's a fail on journalism on my part. Next time, man. Next time. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a whole, it was, you know, a roundtable scenario and other people had questions and I was like, how dare you? And you didn't want anyone to scoop you on the shampoo. Exactly. I understand. Roundtables are tough. <laughs> um, well, I went to my panel, don't talk. <laughs> These are my questions. Sit down. <laughs> Sit down, I have things to say. Um, Jughead had a weird episode. Yeah, he got beat up. He got the poop beat out of him. Yeah. Do you think it was the ghoulies who did it, though? Because we didn't see them. We did not see the ghoulies. But he saw. It could have been werewolves. He doesn't say who did it. Tony assumes it was the ghoulies. Right. Mm. 
So I'm wondering if it was Sweet Pea being basically being like, you join our side or it gets worse for you. Oh, he did have a weird look with Sweet Pea. Did and they I have... bet that someone named Sweet Pea has a lot of rage. I would imagine. Yeah, but wait, did they... Did we ever see any anybody, like, in the Ghoulies? Was this just a matter of casting and not having to, like, wanting to pay another actor? <laughs> there was a close-up of, like, one kid who looked a lot like Sweet Pea, I thought, but... During yeah. that, like, Mean Girls lunch table montage? Yeah. I, I, I was like, this could be just, like, a, like a, we don't want to actually pay another actor for lines because we're never going to use them again. I like they also don't want to pin down, like, necessarily that it's, like, a, a specific-looking group yet. Right. Right. like... I want to know what their logo is. Do you think it's a ghost? <laughs> I thought I hope so. That'd be great. It's a cute little ghost. It's Casper. It's just the poster of the movie Ghoulies. <laughs> or that weird little goblin guy. Or they thought that they were naming themselves after the Goonies, but by the time they realized it, it was too late. It was like, Ghoulies never say die. And everyone's like, I thought that, that never mind. Right, so their logo is a pirate and no one understands why. Mm-hmm. It's like, at least Aww. you tried. Um, man school district really is terrible that's all that i'm learning here imagine (laughs) that on like zillow (laughs) score for schools zero stars (laughs) don't even know what the goonies are Um, no no stars out of 50 can't figure out the goonies yes it's like they're like he she's giving him the rundown on the school and she's like it doesn't have wi-fi it has drugs and gangs and i thought <laughs> it's an enormous lounge for everyone to casually talk about cruising in mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. did your schools have a lounge mine did not no. i find this uh, no. just amazing you it's, know what school did have a lounge the harbor school on the oc there you go <laughs> also the one on the betweeners so i guess there are schools where that is a thing or at least schools on television they just, just need a place where people can hang out and have discussions i guess yeah i, don't know. I mean when i w- had to hang out and discuss things with people i sat like on the floor in the hallway we sat in the quad yeah. i hid in the art room like <laughs> that many art students so it was basically like come join me in the art room we're, we're fine mm. our drama hall had a couch and the school tried to take it away um and they did not succeed, actually. We had our own red circle in Oregon. <laughs> the mean I... streets of Eugene, Oregon. So so Jughead joins the street uh, joins the, the school paper, I should say, the red and black, which is the corollary to the black no sorry, the blue and gold. Blue and gold. Yeah. And Except it was pointed out to me while watching one. it that this season is all about no surprise, red and black. Because we have mm-hmm. the black hood, we have the red circle. Mm-hmm. So we have we have a we have a theme going on here. Oh, and then Jughead's basically on the side of both because he's the red and black. Mm. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Dun dun dun. It's funny <laughs> when I tell people stuff like this, and they go, "Do you really think the show's thought this through?" And I was like, "You've not watched the show. The show has thought everything through." Have <laughs> they though? Well, they they haven't gone deep brooch theory, but they have gone, you know. It's gotten pretty weird. Yeah, I mean, like you know, it got, like by the time they revealed that Jason Blossom was like a Betty Cooper cousin, and that you know, it gets there. A blooper. <laughs> a blooper. Exactly. Yeah. It finds its moments. Um. Yeah. So I like that that shady teacher revived the school paper for him. I like Are how you, he needed to see like clips first. Okay. He was like, yeah, sh- give me your clips. Or I, yeah. it was just yeah. to me. It's like, either you're going to do this and like use your time or you're not. Yeah. Right? And it's also That's not fair. a newspaper. It's a blog, I imagine. 
Like, I'm yeah. <laughs> Red and black dot angelfire dot com. Oh. <laughs> Red and black dot live journal. Yeah. <laughs> Changing all of his mood, his mood sets. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Yeah, and I get that we're supposed to get that Betty feels threatened by Tony, but I was just like, I don't know. I mean, you're Betty Cooper. You're adorable. And, like, Jughead's crazy about her. But I mean, uh, their cat fight is over carafts. They're like, yes. yeah. Everyone <laughs> brought a samovar. <laughs> Great. Uh, That's how I show affection. Brought you an antique coffee maker. Right. Just to, just to mark my man. <laughs> Also, how does Jughead have like a key to the school? Immediately, I mean, he's on the paper, I, you know. So they move quickly. I like guess. they're totally underfunded, but he are the paper. <laughs> I just assume the school isn't locked. That like they just don't give enough a damn. Yeah, right. We we don't lock it unless it's the times when we put like chains around the handles. Oh, that's true, right? <laughs> when we lock it, we lock the hell out of it. <laughs> I'm sure, mm-hmm. definitely. That's how I lock my apartment too. okay their rules don't make any sense to me and I'm still I'm literally still thinking about this hoodie thing (laughs) I can't lie I'm sorry I'm very preoccupied thinking about this hoodie can you imagine them finding his lair or whatever and picking it up and being like well I don't know here's a hoodie with uh, two holes cut in the back it would be very (laughs) hard to breathe think this is anything nope yeah what if he needs a snack or a drink do you think he flips the hood down his face like an asshole? Oh, I guess he, he has to. I mean, and then he's like... Also, it would make him more conspicuous. Ugh. Wouldn't you notice someone walking around with a backwards hoodie on? Yes. <laughs> Do you think he puts things in the kangaroo pocket? Do you think it's a pullover or a zip-up? This is fascinating. I have a lot of thoughts. <sighs> I'm so upset. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. No, <laughs> I get it. I get it completely. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know the Black Hood was like an Archie comic thing, though. Did you guys know that? No, I had never heard of that. Yeah, Archie Comics tweeted about it, and it's that yeah, there was a line. It's not that it was like a comic that had Archie in it, but the company that owned Archie Comics owned a comic called the Black Hood, and it was like a superhero comic. But then it got like rebooted recently, and it was more like a gritty detective type thing where he ran around in jeans and a jacket. Um, So if they're going to that then that complicates things, but I don't know how you justify, like, shooting... I don't, I don't understand how you justify any of these crimes if he's just a detective. The Black Hood? Yeah, because if he's a detective, like, shooting two teenagers for doing, like, a party drug is real weird. Yeah, that's rough. And, Bad like, looks. it seems like Grundy would be the only one that would really, you know, quote-unquote, deserve it, because, like, Fred Andrews, it's, like, what he, you know, like, they're like, oh, he was an adulterer, and I was like, I mean, that seems kind of harsh. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember we were like, why did, why, why did they go after him? <laughs> he, has such, he has such kind crinkles in the corners of his eyes. How can you shoot that? Exactly. Yeah. He was out for a milkshake with his beloved boy. Mm-hmm. After his, his beloved, boy lost his beloved virginity. Yeah, his simple son. Oh. Out for a snack. <laughs> I no, guess Archie, Archie didn't lose his virginity to yeah, Veronica. No, right. Yeah. yeah. He had lots of filthy automotive sex with Grundy. Mm-hmm. Right. And river sex. Ugh. And like yep. music room sex. Ugh. <laughs> Bummer. Yeah. Archie makes bad decisions. Yes. That really could be the title of the show. 
Arby's <laughs> bad decision of the week. I mean, that's canon, so I'm I'm fine yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah. Next but. season, we're never going to hear about his passion for fighting crime, just like we haven't heard anything about him playing music this season. Yeah, right. I know. Uh, yeah. Totally <laughs> abandoned. What do you think he'll write his college essay about? <laughs> oh, man. The time well, I slept with my cello teacher by Archie Andrews. Yeah. I mean, he definitely could write about that and then about how, like, she died by that very cello. Which, like, again, it's like, is that just a coincidence that she got choked to death by, like, the gift he gave her? Or is, you know, is that just for us to, like, assume it means something? Or was it just like, this is handy? He wouldn't even bleed from that. Yeah, that was a little confusing. <laughs> I know. I, Chase is a cello expert because she used to play it. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, cello. <laughs> I was say, I've never actually like held or dealt with a cello bow, so I can't really. They're quite supple, Christy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is that really good for strangling someone to death? No, not awesome. I mean, you wouldn't bleed. Yeah, that was confusing. Yeah, I was a I was an unremarkable cellist for two <laughs> two years. I was just unremarkable for two years, so <laughs> you got that. And I was like a very small middle schooler. So I had to carry it home from school. I like lived close enough to school that I would walk home a lot. And this cello was the size of me. And I <laughs> I didn't go over five feet until like eighth grade. Oh. And so I was just this little asshole walking down the sidewalk with my arms wrapped around a giant cello. Where I was like, couldn't someone just give me a ride? <laughs> So, yes, my cello memories are very fresh. The wounds are empty. No, cello's great, though. So, That's cello, but cello murder is not very possible. No, not great. <laughs> I mean, you, would, it, you wouldn't bleed from it, mm. is, is what I can bring to the table here. I don't think you would bleed. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that we've got that cleared up. <laughs> <laughs> Super important backstory. Yeah. Um... So everyone's dating, but everyone's super boring still. Like, there's no movement. I mean, sure, Tony Topaz, but, like, there's just... I feel like everything is flatlining, relationship status-wise. Yeah, yeah. it feels like they're trying to spice up the Betty and Jughead thing by throwing in Tony Topaz and throwing in the Serpents thing. Um, Which, on the plus side, I'm hoping that all that shit stirs up Betty stuff so she goes back to Dark Betty, because I miss Mm -hmm. Dark Betty. Um, but yeah, Cheryl Veronica. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, Veronica, like being all over Archie, I'm just not into. Same. And like, I don't know. It's just really boring. Yeah. Probably the but... most exciting relationship this week was Kevin and Moose. Yeah, yeah. That was a really good scene. That was sad. That was sad. It had a lot of layers. Yeah. yeah. What do you think Moose feels all the time? I don't know. I, mean, I think really that scene was interesting because it felt like what I thought. What I liked about that scene was they before they called him by curious, and um, they kind of just felt like it's like whatever Moose's deal is, he's too closeted to actually be with Kevin, so he's not worth Kevin's time. And I like that they didn't really answer that. Like I think that they suggest that Moose is like he's LGBTQ something, mm-hmm. but like where his Kinsey scale is isn't totally determined. And like I like that about it. I thought that was really a nice moment where they didn't need to pin it down. Yeah. I thought it was good that it wasn't like strictly black or white. Like, um, the way he talked about his relationship with Midge was a little more, yeah, nuanced than 
you would mm-hmm. originally yeah, yeah. anticipate. I don't think she's a beard exactly. I think it's just that Moose is still figuring it out. Yeah. And I like yeah. that. Yeah, like, oh, people was... like us. Yeah. 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 That was nice. I kind of wanted them to have a, a more of a moment, but maybe they'll, maybe that, well, I don't know. Can you really hook up again when you found a body last time? Yeah, I feel like that ship has sailed, but I hope something <laughs> else comes to Kevin. Yeah. I, I mean, coming I, for Kevin. I, it's hard to say because, like, I feel like we're not. The, I was a little annoyed because I felt like the conversation with his dad is like, okay, the cruising thing is over. But then in the end, he's still not talking to Betty. So there, that's still something that has to be dealt with because they're not obviously not just going to never talk again. Mm-hmm. Um, but that means that Kevin's going to be on his own, which I'm hoping means doesn't mean like he's just not on the show very much. I'm hoping it means that he's you know, trying to find other circles and other friends and like, oh my god, I hope he starts hanging out with Cheryl. Yeah, I was going to say, I hope <laughs> Kevin be. teams up with Cheryl. Oh, That'd man. be oh, the best. It could what if Kevin him. becomes a river vixen? Ah, uh, Everyone be... else is. He would look great in a crop top. Yes. <laughs> I mean, apparently he wrestles. By the way, he is jacked. Yeah. I was shocked. <laughs> he is much more ripped than I thought he was. I think it's because they only showed us, like, Archie shirtless for the first season. And now that, like... Well, now they're just giving it away with the Red Circle stuff. <laughs> like, if you don't see at least 16 nipples, is it really an episode <laughs> of Riverdale? Arguable. Arguable. Yes. Yeah, they're really okay. making up for last, uh, last time now. <laughs> <laughs> just show me, show me some chests. Yeah. Thank you. I also <laughs> like what they're doing with Reggie. Because, like, Reggie is still kind of a dick, but also, like is, like, game to, like, join this group. Also, I love when Archie's so dismissive and he goes, we're gonna be, like, watchdogs. We're gonna call ourselves the watchdogs. We're not gonna call ourselves the watchdogs. Shut up, Reggie. <laughs> I was like, don't act like that's better. Like, No, Reggie, I'm the boss this time. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I love it because it's also, it is so much of the comics. Like, I feel like Reggie in the comics is like, I'm part of the gang, but I'm also an asshole, and I'm part of the gang, well, and I'm also kind of a jerk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> old uh old pudding stealer Reggie. Yeah, yeah. Just sitting on Moose's bed eating his pudding at the hospital. Yeah. Uh, I mean that pudding looks good, you know. So yeah. yeah. Good <laughs> Um, so what do we think is happening next week? So they have a pretty like kind of obscure trailer for next week, I'd say. Like good what, Lord. Yeah. Like how many times did they do you think the writers' room just watched Zodiac together? <laughs> well, didn't <laughs> Roberto then, say that it's like, like what, his favorite movie or something? I think what Roberto said that Zodiac's like his favorite movie. Oh, you you think? Yeah, <laughs> I, it was I saw so Michelle, I saw you talking to this on Twitter, and yeah. I wasn't trying to like correct you, but I had like just finished a piece on how I thought they were referencing the Phantom Killer from the sun, uh, the the town dreaded sundown. Yeah, but they they have similar mo's where they like targeted lovers' lanes, where they shot into cars, um, and yeah, where they both like struck for several years and then vanished. So mm. um, and neither of them were ever caught. So it could be both, and I think they are pulling a little bit from both, especially because like next week it is the town of the dreaded sundown. Oh, and they both wore hoods was another thing to both of those killers. Oh hey. Um, but yeah, so there's definitely a zodiac element. Um, did zodiac yeah. wear a hood or did he wear a proper ski mask? That's a good question. I don't know that he wore a backwards hoodie. I should really. Check is there out. a Wikipedia page for serial killers who wore just dumb outfits? I'm sure there is, but I feel Ugh. like if you get 
access to it, then you're on like a watch list somewhere. I'm gonna well, in the movie, it. at least, he's just wearing a dumb black outfit with like no eye holes at all. So yeah, what? Yeah, how did he? Where where were his eyes? Um, under the thing. I don't know the hood. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know how he saw, but it was just like he was completely covered. So, Hmm. yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, if I ever had a crime committing outfit, it would not be a backwards hoodie. (laughs) Mine would be a cat suit because if I get caught, at least I'd look good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you do your makeup before you committed crime? I mean, I would, but I guess I'd have to wear a mask. Hmm, this is an interesting dilemma. Would you smile in your mugshot, or would you try and look mean? I think reactively I would smile, and then feel like an idiot later. And, Uh like, it'd be bad enough, because my mom would be mad I had a mugshot, and then she'd be like, why would you smile in it? I was like, I don't know, because it was a picture. Yeah, they said, look at the camera, and I just thought, okay. I just, I went into grade school mode. I feel like I would be, like, mid-talk, because I'm always like, (laughs) are you going to tell me when you take... Oh, you just took the picture. Oh. I'd have a real awkward mugshot. Yeah, I had that in my college ID for a while because they said something <laughs> and I went, what? And they took the picture and I was like, yep. come on, man. Aww. Michelle, would you smile in your mugshot? Oh, um, yeah, I would want to look good. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. like a mouth closed uh, three-quarter profile? Yeah, well, it would be smoldering, I think. Yeah, <laughs> Smoldering. <laughs> <laughs> You know, for when it hits the whips. Yeah, yeah. I want to look intimidating, yeah. but also good. So that's good. Yeah, I, yeah. I appreciate the thought that you put into that. Well, it's, it's um, just really selfishness, you know. It's, <laughs> I want something that I could, you know, possibly use as my Facebook profile. <laughs> you know, we so often get so few professional photos, so you might yeah. as well. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Take I every advantage. Forever. Right. 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 <laughs> You're a trained professional. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a lot happens next week. There is some more zodiacing. Betty gets her own letter. Dun, dun, dun. In and, a code. In yeah. a code. Which is very and, zodiac. Like, if you're going to give the key, though, why bother? Did they give the Did key? Did they give her the key? It looked like the key. I, I don't know that it's a key. I think she just gets a weird letter and has to figure it out. Yeah. Um, but then what is interesting is that we see um, another person in the hood, and that hood looks like the one from the movie in the town who dreaded sundown, which is what the episode's called. Mm. Was that the white hood? Yeah. Everyone's wearing dumb hats in this show now, and I can't keep track. Yeah, that's Jughead's job. Everybody else Yeah, last season off. we had one stupid hat. <laughs> <laughs> now everyone's wearing stupid hoods. Um, so what does it mean when Betty's like, I think they're doing it for me. I guess it must be in the letter that he's like, yeah, after Betty Cooper gave her speech, I decided to yeah, kill people. Well, that's interesting. That would definitely make it seem like it's, it could potentially be the brother she doesn't know. Hmm. Mm. But why would mm. he say that if he's like trying to. Like, is he doing it for her personally? Like, Betty, I love you, Betty. Or is he like. You know, this teen's 30-second speech really inspired me last year. Right. Me, a grown man. <laughs> right. Which is why it could be Ethel's dad, if he was there. 
My thought was that she's not talking about the killer. I thought she was talking about Jughead and, like, why he's staying at Southside or something. Hmm. Oh. I guess but there is more than one he on this show. Hmm. Yes, not just one he. Hmm. Many men. <laughs> many, many men. Interesting. You're right. It yeah, could be just, like, a, like, a misleading... Editing, man. Editing. The power of editing. Um... Honestly, a lot of stuff flashed by in this in this coming soon that I was just like, what is happening? It's like serpents walking in the rain, football players walking in the rain, Archie <laughs> in the rain, I think. And Archie playing with a gun again for like the ninth time this season. Mm-hmm. Do you think it just makes him feel strong? They say, yeah, I've got They just want to keep making you remember that he has a gun. So when it goes off, Reminder. you're like, oh, right. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yes. I think it's also Archie very much trying to grab back a sense of control because, like, you know, he finally thought things were, like, together again. He had saved Cheryl. They had figured out who killed Jason. He played at the concert, and that went fine. Hooks up with Veronica, <laughs> and then, like, literally his dad is shot. And I think, like, there's a lot of trauma there that he's dealing with in very unhealthy ways. Um, and I think the gun makes him feel like he can have a sense of control back and i mean even when he said to his dad like we should get a gun and his dad's like what the hell are you talking about why would mm-hmm. we do that um but you know good for dilton doily i guess gotta have a little gun that's somewhere in riverdale right side hustle i'm, a, I'm just a part-time gun salesman <laughs> what are we most looking forward to each of us uh seeing next week Ooh. Or what do you hope happens? I, I want to see Chick. I want Chick to come so I can just get a good grasp on him, you know? Like, figure him out. Start theorizing. Yeah, that's a good answer. I want I want to see more of Tony, because I was all excited about this new character. And, like, I don't know. She's so far just been introduced as, like, the cool girl. And I'm like, all right. Well, like, what else, though? <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, and they've, they've teased her enough that it seems like she's going to be around a lot and maybe get more character development right right i want to see i want to know why i don't know everyone's wearing costumes and i want to see more of those and hear their explanations not because i'm mad because i'm disappointed just like why is everyone doing this doesn't archie know that he can start a group without having a an outfit Um. (laughs) there's like a white hood some there's someone in a white hood and it looks all sketchy right Mm mm-hmm why? Why are, are we doing this? Yeah, know, man. so many hoods. Ugh. I guess we'll find out. Next week. <laughs> this show is just about hoods now. <laughs> yes, it's the fine. show about hoods. The hood with pep. <laughs> the, the hood, hood with, with pep. pep. <laughs> the hood with questionable Pinterest tutorials. <laughs> Do you think that he went on Pinterest and... I can't ask these questions anymore. <laughs> I just need to work through this on my own. Ugh. Christy, thank you for talking to us about this. <laughs> Happy to do it, man. Yeah, thank uh, yeah, you. I, I feel like you added a, a lot of things to think about. I, I really like this idea of the um, the first this first shooter being different than the uh, the follow up crimes. Yeah. I, I, I'm 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 hanging on to that. I still feel like there's enough evidence for it, even though that package messes me up. But if it is a be- if it is an Alice Cooper misdirect, then I, I would love for it to be Alice Cooper. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm so glad they're giving her more to do this season because every time she says something, she's so great. She's just she's so much. 
Who skulks more, Alice Cooper or Cheryl? You know what mm. I hope doesn't happen is that they're truly Zodiac and you don't actually know who did it by the end. Yeah, that <laughs> makes me nervous. I mean, yeah. the same thing with like the Phantom Killer, which is like, that was like the first connection I made. And then when you were talking about Zodiac, I was like, I really need to rewatch Zodiac because now that you talk about it, yeah, there's a lot of comment. And now that we're seeing the code, I'm like, oh, it's totally a Zodiac reference. Um, but yeah, I know the same thing where I got nervous because they didn't catch the Phantom Killer either. And I'm like, uh. they're not going to like not tell us who did it, right? Like... Because it's Riverdale justice, and sometimes they just let people go because they're like, "Mm, well, you did molest an underage child, but we don't want to deal with that, so just go across the river. Yeah, go 10 feet away. Right. You know, if if they don't solve this mystery, if they don't tell us who the Black Hood is... I'm starting a change.org petition. To, <laughs> but if Sabrina comes, then all is forgiven and I'll be like, that's fine. <laughs> you brought True. in Sabrina. And Sabrina like, comes, you know, they go in a time warp for next season. She takes them back in time and season three is season two done right. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, and that's it. an, like we have in it, like now we've officially introduced Greendale. So like, yeah. you know, the groundwork's being laid. And I legit like your theory about the uh, case about Cheryl being a witch. I thought that was a really good note. Oh, thank you. Yeah. She's very spooky. Well, also, like, they established her grandma has powers, so, like, why not Cheryl? Mm. Yeah. Like, if if Nana Rose has gypsy blood, so does Cheryl. I I mean, I guess we'll just have to wait and see the next time (laughs) she emerges from the shadows. Yeah. Yeah. And another devastating outfit. Maybe next week. Um, so as always, you can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, and I'm Case Wickman. I'm Michelle Said Patches. And this is the podcast with Pep. <laughs> and uh, thank you so much, Chrissy, and everyone for listening. Ah, uh, thanks. Yay. Bye. Bye.